Hi guys, um, I guess thanks for tuning in for like my first quote-unquote episode. Um, I'm excited that I get to talk to people. <laughs> That's super exciting. I've been wanting to do this for a while and I just never pulled the trigger because um, I haven't had a lot of time recently and I didn't really know how to start but I figured it all out. I got a microphone now. It's connected to my computer. I'm actually in my bed, um, sitting in my bed, which is great. Great place to record. And this is my podcast. I don't have a name yet. I don't know. I suppose in the future, I'll create a name. My sister, my older sister named Renee, she's gonna create maybe some art or something in the front little thing for this podcast but I'm excited to start it well according to the title I'm going to talk about why I started a podcast because it probably is a little bit confusing to the average audience why a 18 year old girl who has a zero percent platform would start a podcast it's sort of random and I'm going to go through those reasons with y'all because I want it to just make sense. Not that I should care what people think of it, but I want it to make more sense and make it a little bit more logical. So, number one, this is my podcast. Welcome to my podcast. What I plan to do with this podcast, I suppose, is I just want it to be something kind of along the lines of Emma Chamberlain's podcast. I don't know if y'all have ever tuned in to Emma Chamberlain's podcast, but it has helped me so much over the past whatever, like, couple months. It has helped me so much throughout that. And she makes episodes just whether it's about existential crises and how to get through them or hating yourself or anything along the lines of those things that people sometimes veer away from talking about is sort of the things that I want to talk about. For example, I have just this list of topics that I want to talk about maybe in future podcast episodes. My first episode was always going to be why I started a podcast because I wanted to explain to people why I started a podcast. Um, But the next few ones are things such as making mistakes. Why do you care what others think? What is the meaning of life? thinking too much, how to get out of an existential crisis, vulnerability is power, what it means to have anxiety. Um, Hopefully that gives you a little bit of context behind what my podcast will include. And you're probably wondering, Rita, why should we trust you upon these bigger issues and your input? Well, I'm definitely knowledgeable now. I've been going through sort of an existential crisis for the past couple of months and have been in and out of it in and out of questioning the meaning of life but through that I've I've gained a lot of knowledge and I've noticed that I'm able to give pretty good advice to people on how to deal with their issues whether or not I apply that to myself or not so I actually have a list right in front of me of things that I want to cover as to why I started this podcast okay So, number one, I do not plan for this to become a big thing or something. I feel 
as if some people are gonna look at this and maybe say things along the lines of does she think it's gonna get to like big does she think she's gonna be famous and like famous podcaster no I, I don't want to be a famous podcaster and I truly say that and I truly mean it I don't want to be a famous podcaster I just want to be able to make this podcast mostly honestly for me like 75% for me 25% for other people but we'll get to as to why I came to the conclusion that it could help other people later um but that actually is my number one reason is it's more for me than for a potential audience or the potential person who's listening it definitely is more for me there's a lot of good things that could come out of me making a podcast and talking and over the past couple months as i've said where i've been going through this really rough phase in my life i've noticed that when i talk enough whether it's to a friend or, I mean, I don't talk to myself, so I guess it's only to a friend, that I figure out things that I just didn't know were in my own head. It's sort of like if you were digging in a grave and you just keep coming across crystals and more crystals. I suppose that could be an, an analogy I make. Um, <laughs> it's sort of like that. I just keep coming across these things I didn't even know were in my own headspace, and I think it's very beneficial to me to be speaking a lot, especially during this time in my life. But also, I ha always have a lot to say and I don't necessarily always wanna burden my friends with talking about things along the lines of more emotional things that people tend to veer away from. I don't want to always constantly burden them with those things, which I know some of my friends will probably be listening to this and say, Rita, you don't burden us. and. I don't consciously usually think that I burden you, but sometimes I just need to talk for hours and I understand that it can be hard to listen because I've also been in those shoes. As much as friends should be there to listen, sometimes y'all can be like, Rita, bro, it's been an hour and a half. Why are you still talking? You know, and I've always really enjoyed having these deep conversations with people where you kind of unearth things that maybe aren't particularly talked about a lot in society um and that's another I think that's definitely another topic <laughs> is our society and why it's messed up and such but that's a completely different topic but what I was saying is that it's definitely more for me than for an audience continuing on believe it or not and I know some of them haters out there will probably be like Rhea no one's been telling you to make no podcast but people have actually I've whether I stop and talk to friends in the hallway and help them through some of their issues or they call me or they text me or something I've I've had more than one person say hey you should start a podcast I even had one of my really close friends tell me that she just wants me to send her voice memos of me speaking and talking about random things. And that really was so nice of her to say. That was Jessica. Love you, Jessica. Shout out, Jessica. And that was really just nice to hear because I feel like the way you view yourself, I think the way that we all view ourselves can be negative. I mean, not to put that output on every single person. But most people I know 
really view themselves negatively. So hearing that people wanted to hear me talk or wanted to have something to where they could listen, I suppose, to my advice, made me feel like it was justified to create this podcast. And also, in this way, if maybe one of my friends or one of my family members is having a sort of existential moment where they're questioning life, then they can go back in my podcast episodes and maybe tune into the episode where I'm talking about how to get through those kinds of things. So that way, it can sort of be an outlet. I know that sounds crazy. (laughs) That sounds crazy. But people genuinely have told me that they would enjoy to do that and that's something that I never thought that I would hear from other people is hey we would love to hear you talk all the time but you know what I think it's super exciting and I think it's very interesting because I haven't really heard anybody my age around me starting a podcast so here we are first come first serve which makes absolutely no sense in this context but y'all know what I mean anyways (laughs) continuing on in our little list I the, the note on here just says and I quote just honestly like to talk which is true I really love to talk I love to have deep conversations I love to talk about things that just like I said, in society are not super talked about, such as, you know, maybe your emotional needs or feeling like you're hopeless or feeling depression or anxiety. A lot of us want to just push those things down and not talk about them, which in itself is a problem, which I will definitely have an episode about pushing down your feelings. I do that. I think everybody does that. It's awful. And... Just a little bit of snippet of information as to why that is wrong is because your emotions actually operate on a bell curve. So when you naturally let yourself move through your emotions, you'll just ride that bell curve and it'll be a just, you know, a one trip over the bell curve. But when you push down that tip, that peak of that bell curve, as you imagine, like a mountain just gets taller and taller and taller. And when the peak of the bell curve gets taller and taller and taller whenever you finally decide I'm gonna ride this out it's a lot more excruciating and it's a lot worse than if you were to just sit there for the moment you felt that feeling and did not push it down and just let yourself ride the bell curve in the first place it would have been a lot shorter so that is just a little snippet of information I'm, I'm not exactly sure how I landed there but I did um But coming back to my main point of this little snippet is I do honestly just like to talk to people about things and about what's going on in their lives. And I like to hear what's going on in my friends' lives, my family's lives, whatever's going on. I love to hear those things. Now we have arrived at, I think, number four or five on the list. And I said this earlier, but Emma Chamberlain really inspired me to start this because it seems like with her, starting a podcast has been a very healing experience for her, as she said, 
in some of her episodes. It's been a very healing experience for her. And I really wanted to match that energy because something about me that's really interesting is that I started listening to Emma Chamberlain. As I've said before, I've been going through a really rough time for the past couple months, and I decided that I was going to listen to Emma Chamberlain's podcast because I've always loved her. I've always thought she was funny. But I started seeing a lot of parallels between me and Emma Chamberlain, even down to our childhood and our family. For example, her parents are divorced. Her dad is sort of a hippie. Um, Her mom is kind of more... I love my mom to death. Sorry if you're listening to this, mom. You're not, like, overbearing. You're just a bit more controlling <laughs> than my dad. So our our childhoods had a lot of parallels, other than the fact that she's a only child, and I am not an only child. But that's just the minute details. I have a lot of the similar views with her, and I have kind of the same type of anxiety she has where it comes and goes and we have these weird existential moments where we're questioning the meaning of life or have these weird depressive kind of episodes and I found a lot of solace listening to somebody going through the same things that I was going through and openly talking about them and a lot of her episodes really reached me and that really inspired me because I saw the healing that she was doing through just talking to other people or just talking to her audience and not saying that I am the same person as Emma Chamberlain. I just really admire that we have similar mannerisms. And I thought it was very beautiful how she was able to take a lot of those experiences she's been having and make it into something where she helped other people and where it helped me. And I wanted maybe in my life to be able to help some other people through things and also help myself through things. So that is certainly one of the reasons. But continuing on in our list... I've said this before, but the past couple months have been really rough for me. A lot of changes have happened. I had um, a significant amount of things in my life happen all at once a couple months ago, and I'm still recovering, I guess, from those things that happened. And as I've been recovering, it has been such a roller coaster. It has been up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. And I never thought that my life would get to a point like this where sometimes because honestly and I'm always gonna be so completely open on these episodes with y'all because that's the point of it is I want to promote being vulnerable I want to promote talking about these things because I think in our lives it is important not always to be dwelling in the negatives but when we have those negatives to speak about them so that we can get over them like I said the bell curve with the bell curve you know you want to ride the bell curve the second you see it rather than waiting and just waiting and waiting and waiting for that peak to get higher and higher and higher and I think that it's important to really address these things and talk about them because we all go through tribulation no one can look me in the eye and say I have not gone through anything I have never been upset in my life I have been we 
there's varying levels. I mean, not to say that trauma can be compared for sure. Trauma is trauma. But, you know, maybe someone who is a child would not have as much tribulation as somebody who's a teenager, for example. But we all have tribulation and we all have ways we deal with it. But I think imagine a society where we were all just open with one another and we weren't driven by pride, which is a completely different episode. Oh my gosh. I'm going to, oh, I'm so excited for the pride episode. Essentially, just a little sneak peek to that is pride drives everything in our lives. Ego, ego drives everything in our lives. Like just let that sink in for a second. It's crazy, but that's a completely different episode. <laughs> um, but coming back to the point of that, um, and be prepared during this podcast that sometimes I will veer off of the subject, but I think that is the beauty, I suppose, of a podcast. And also when I give topics or give a name to the episode, it will mainly, mainly be about that topic. But, you know, sometimes you veer in different ways and that's completely fine. I think that's completely fine. I think if it's relevant to give some background information, then of course it is completely justified. But also I really wanted, and I said this before as well, that I wanted help people going through, I suppose, similar experiences that I've gone through. Because upon, I've always been a very open person. I think people know that about me. If I'm at school and I'm upset, I will tell every person that I'm upset. I will openly cry in front of the class and not be embarrassed about it. That's just how I've, I've been lucky enough to be raised in an environment where I feel like it's justified to show my emotions to other people, which I'm so so thankful for but I've always I suppose kept it a stack (laughs) if y'all know me and know that I say that I've always kept it a stack with my homies okay I've always told y'all what's going on I'm I've never been one to really hide those things from my friends I I like to say that I can keep other people's secrets for ever like I can lock other people's secrets in a box but when it comes to my secrets in terms of how I'm feeling or what's I guess per se happening in my life I'm very open with them I can't keep my own secrets (laughs) which could be taken as a negative thing but I don't think it is I think vulnerability is power which is another episode (laughs) but vulnerability is power. People who can look other people in the eye and say, hey, I'm sad or hey, I haven't been doing good lately or I've been questioning the meaning of life lately and they can look in their friends in the eye and say that, that is a powerful person. That is somebody that I want to be friends with. That is somebody who's strong. The people who want to hide things and they aren't strong enough to be vulnerable with another person and say, hey, I am going through a rough patch, or maybe perhaps take accountability for maybe things they've done in the past, those are the people that I would view as, quote-unquote, more weak than somebody who can look someone in the eye, and if upon asking, hey, are you doing okay, or is there anything going on in your life, they can look their friend in the eye and say, yes, this is what's going on, because 
there is a certain amount of power in being able to confess what's going on in your life to other people. And there's also a counter argument. You know, you don't want to burden your friend. Maybe you don't want to seem annoying or seem like you have emotion. But that in itself is sort of the problem, right? Is why should we feel like we are annoying for going through a rough time? Why should we feel like we are annoying for any feeling or emotion you have? All those things are justified. Any emotion you have is justified because it's your emotions. And anybody who tells you otherwise or says you shouldn't feel that way or you're overreacting or whatever, then that's their own damn opinion. And it's not true. Every emotion you feel is valid. Unless if it's something like your mom was supposed to get you a pony for your 16th birthday and then she gets you like a miniature pony and you freak out and cry and run away from home. Maybe a little bit of a reaction there. (laughs) But if you're just feeling sad and you don't understand why you're feeling sad, you are valid in that. We're all human. We all feel those things. And it's just a matter of if we talk about them or acknowledge them. But like I was saying before, is that's sort of the problem, right? Is that us as a society have kind of made it seem like, at least in high school life, that if you're going through a rough patch... You should hide it, especially with men, with guys. Our society really has raised guys to think that they can't show those things, that it's weak, but it's not weak. It truly is the opposite. It's strong. If I can meet, if I meet a guy who can look at me and say, hey, Rita, I'm sad, dude, and I just want to, let's go do something, or, like, let I want to talk about it with you. I think that is such an admirable quality to have in a person, and being able to be vulnerable not only is power for you, but also power for the person you're talking to, because it means that you trust them enough to tell them what's going on in your life and you trust them enough not to judge you and you trust them enough for all of those things and that's a beautiful thing and that's what every friendship every relationship with should have I mean if you look at the statistics 80% or something of relationships end because of miscommunication which is insane if the two people would have just communicated with one another then the relationship might have gone smoother. And you look at that and you say, well, how hard is it to be vulnerable? Or how hard is it to communicate with your significant other? It's hard. It is hard. (laughs) It is definitely hard if your significant other maybe is doing something that you aren't particularly fond of. It's hard to, you know, call them out for it and say, hey, because, you you know, you don't want them to think that what you're thinking is unjustified. You don't want them to think that you're being annoying. 
But like I said before, isn't that part of the problem? Is why as a society do we think that these emotions are irritating? Why as a society do we think that we burden our friends who love us, our friends who care about us, our family who cares about us? Why do we think that we burden them by telling them those things because we could tell them all day long how we went to the coffee shop and got a caramel macchiato and those things which are also great to talk about I don't always want to talk about emotion that can be hard that can it can be hard to always be focusing on things like emotion or quote-unquote negatives you should not always focus on those things that's where you fall into the rabbit hole but why is a society do we think that it's okay to maybe talk about the new book you've read, but not to talk about how you cried last night in your bed because you feel hopeless? Why is there a disconnect? There shouldn't be a disconnect. Because at the end of the day, vulnerability is power. And I don't know how I got this far off track. <laughs> But that's a little bit of a sneak peek, I suppose, for Vulnerability's Power episode. Additionally, and this is my last bullet point upon my Why Did I Start a Podcast episode note thing. Side note, I put my entire life into my notes. Everything. Everything is in my notes. It's great. <laughs> it's great. And I recently started using a website called Notion, which some of my friends have seen. It's that organizing website that I've been using. Really recommend. It's great. And it has been nice to start finally organizing my life, which is a completely different topic. That's another thing, too. Um, but this is number seven on my list. It's that... Starting a podcast will help me speak better. Because when you really analyze the human language, I, I did this in the beginning of the year. I sat in every lecture I had all day and I would sit there and analyze how my teacher spoke. Because each person, if you really hone in on how they speak, has a word and I don't really know what to name it. Maybe a thinking word, something to where their brain is computing and they say something because their brain is com computing upon what to say next. But us as a society, we have completely blocked that thinking word out. For example, in my generation of people, like, like is our word. We use like for everything. If you really start focusing on your friend may be talking about a piece of drama they've gone through recently, you will notice that they say like every two seconds. They'll be like, yeah, like, John broke up with Alyssa like, and like, she decided to go back to her ex like, and like, like, that was so like, weird, like, and it's weird. It's so weird that us as a society have completely canceled out that word and we only hear the things that aren't the like word. It's weird. And throughout this podcast, I noticed myself saying um sometimes. And I tried to stop that. I don't want to 
I don't want to have that thinking word. <laughs> I want to eliminate that thinking word from my vocab, from my speaking. Because that thinking word is weird. It can be, and it can manifest in different ways. For example, my calculus teacher, he, I think he says right a lot. Or that might have been my English teacher. My English teacher said right between everything she said. So she, maybe, you know, maybe she would say, and this is the book, right? And now we're going to go on to this next topic, right? And I'd never noticed it until I really honed in on what she was saying. And I really broke it down. But it's insane how our brains, excuse me, I don't know if y'all heard that. I burped a little bit. It's insane how our brains are that powerful that they are able to tune those things out. That is insane. That is such a beautiful thing. But what I was saying with that is through this podcast, I'm hoping that I can eliminate some of those thinking words. Because not that we notice them, but when I notice them in myself, it's kind of irritating. (laughs) To notice myself saying a story to somebody or such and notice that I'm saying like every other sentence or every other couple words and no one will ever call you out for it because like I said we don't notice the f- first person who actually called somebody out for it that I noticed was shout out to Alice love Alice Alice's grandfather he was making fun of Alice at the dinner table because she was saying like a lot with stuff and that was the first time I thought I started thinking about it but it is sort of insane But moving on to, I guess, the conclusion of this first episode is, number one, I want to thank you for listening. I actually don't have a timer as to how long this has been going on for. I want to assume like 20 minutes or more, 20, a little above 20 minutes, I would say. But thank you for tuning in and thank you for listening to me speak. I really do appreciate it and anyone who's listening truly thank you for listening this far and I suppose making time in your day to listen to what I have to say number two I don't know if I called that number one but number two in our little conclusion is I wanted to make this why I started a podcast episode just to give some context behind it And to sum it up, I know I'm an 18-year-old girl. I know that this is not going to become this giant thing where I want to get famous. That's not my goal. Like I said, my goal is sort of just have maybe a community or something. Or even if just one person benefits off of any of these episodes I create. Which one person already is because it's me. (laughs) I am benefiting. Um then that's great for me. That'll make me happy. If even just one person would tell me, Rita, you know, I listened to what you had to say and it helped me, that would be something that I would be very proud of. And I suppose number three is I will conclude there. I want to start putting out episodes Honestly, knowing me, 
It'll probably be twice or three times a week. I always want to talk. There's been so many nights where I've wanted to just create a voice memo and just talk. But now I finally have this mic that I'm using, which is the Samsung Go mic. My sister actually got it for me. She's a homie. Go Renee. But I definitely am going to be putting out episodes. I suppose if like anybody wants... Oh no, do you hear me say like? No, I was avoiding it. I was avoiding it. Okay. But I suppose if anybody wants me to talk about anything or any topics that you have in mind, feel free to just text me. And if any of my episodes or this episode, maybe some of the things I talked about touched you in a way, I would love to hear about that. I am always going to need that positive reinforcement, validation from other people, which is a completely different episode. Oh my gosh. Validation from other people or drawing validation from other people. Completely different episode. I'm so excited for this, y'all. I literally, I am the most excited about this is that I finally get to talk about these things. Um, But yes, to give some context, it'll probably be two or three times a week. And yeah, so I'm going to get some cover art up in here. I'm going to get maybe a name. Don't know what I would name it yet. (laughs) but thank you again for listening this has been a very good experience for me before this episode I was sitting on my bed honestly just trying to calm myself down I was having some sort of anxiety depressive thing that was going on and it happens to me sometimes like that I'll come home or even during school I'll just get into this hole where I just can't see the light I think I was saying like a lot now those best sentences but I just can't see the light at the end of the tunnel and it's horrifying completely horrifying but doing this made me feel a lot better I saw the mic at the end of my bed and I said I've been pushing this off let's do it Let's do it. I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. That's the first time I've cussed during this. And if y'all know me, y'all know I got that sailor mouth. So, give me some credit. But, anyways, thank you for tuning in. I promise there will be more content in the future. I am very excited. I am the one who is most excited for this. And thank you again for taking time out of your day to listen to this. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day, wherever you are, if you're sitting on your couch or in your bed or in your car. I hope you have an amazing day because you deserve it. All right. Peace out. Peace out, my homies. (laughs) Bye, y'all.